Welcome to Entrench, a 21 Pilots podcast. Hello, local dreamers. Welcome to Entrench. Hi. My name I'm is Johnny. Anna. Mm-hmm. Is this our you? And we're here to okay. listen to Johnny Boy. Mm-hmm. And today it's all about me. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're conceited. I'm conceited. It's all about me. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to be like that. Hello, daily dreamers. Close. And believers. Journey dreamers? Local dreamers. Local. Local dreamers. Mm-hmm. It's a 21 pilot. Hi, doctor recipients. What? Are we ready for my real intro? We're ready. Hello, local dreamers. Welcome to Entrench. My name and is... And today, the <laughs> forecast is a high of 56 and a low of 43. So you might want to wear a jacket, maybe later up, later tonight. We're looking at a chance of a 30% you. rain. Well, you know, they said it's a legal requirement to forecast weather on a radio show. So... I don't trust you before 12 p.m. Nah, I don't either. <laughs> But your dreamers should. Dreamers, trust me. Why is this ASMR now? Hello. Hello. No, maybe how, let's how not How many do that, bloopers right? are there going to be? You know what? I, I say just add all of this in. <laughs> let Three them understand. Intros. Exactly. Just let them understand the whirlwind of chaos that, is that it is to work with Johnny me. Mays. I say keep it all. <laughs> Let's just segue right into the show. I want to do my intro. <laughs> do your intro. Hello, local dreamers. Welcome to Entrench. My name is Anna, and this is episode seven. Johnny Boy, make sure you've listened to the song beforehand and are ready for an in-depth analysis of track seven off 21 Pilots. And we have a guest. It's Johnny Boy. Hey. I really hope I really hope you're keeping all that though. I feel like it's important for the listeners to get context mm-hmm. of my personality, personality, personality. <laughs> Anyways. So Johnny, how did we meet? It was a it was a it was a rough start to our friendship. Um, I think I was out in the rain uh, during. During that summer of like 20, I think it was 2018, and you wouldn't, you wouldn't let me into the Bowman Student Center, and it was locked, and I was like trying to get someone to open the door, and you would refuse to open the door, and I was banging on the door, and you just like stood there and let me get drenched, and because of you, I think I had like two weeks of bronchitis. Yeah. Thankfully, the, the doctors were able to help me out with some cortical steroids, but by that time, it was too late. Trauma had sunk in, and I just wanted to go home. You remember the window was fogged, and I wrote you suck on it. You know what? <laughs> Sometimes things are better left unreminisced. And to think I bought you pretzels, chocolate-covered pretzels, chocolate which I still have, by the way. <laughs> They're two years old. You gave me one after you bought it with my own money. <laughs> Nah, the real way, um, the real story of how we met was a lot more privileged and a lot more inside <laughs> doors. Um, we were in the Bowman Student Center of Hope College, which is the college that I go to currently. 
and no, Hannah just graduated from. Everyone in the world knows. What well, the what if State new? What if the new listeners don't have context as to who we are and where we're from? So, anyways, Pullman <laughs> Student Center is um, the student center of our alma mater, and you still go there. <laughs> therefore, we we were just socializing as students and. We had a mutual friend, shout out to Michael Panetta, back home, and Anna and I just started talking, and she uh, she left her pretzels downstairs, and I sent them up through the elevator, because I was not about to toss them, because she was not about to catch them, and that True. was the start of a very toxic relationship. <laughs> he just went there. <laughs> Trigger warning. <laughs> yeah. So, how did you come to know 21 Pilots? I don't think it was a specific day where I came to know them, but I think the radio, like 2016, 2017, it was definitely in high school, and I was listening to their stuff, I think in my mom's car, on my way to school, and I think the first song I ever heard was Stressed Out, I was like, oh, it's pretty dope. I know it's like their most overplayed song, but definitely still one of the, I think, most iconic songs mm-hmm. from Josh and Drew. Tyler. Drew. Oh my God, do they listen to your podcast? You know, maybe they secretly you know? do. Oh, I'm sorry, Tyler. You're Drew to me. You know how people say you're dead to me? Tyler. <laughs> you are Drew to me. Anyways, <laughs> back to this lovely podcast interview, which is wholesome and completely... <laughs> appropriate for your christian audience oh. wrapped into one question what would you say is your favorite song slash album my favorite song would have to be stressed out because it was the first one i ever listened to uh, and it's what got me listening to their stuff and what is it like blurry faces blurry face yeah, that, maybe maybe if they just wiped their front camera it wouldn't be blurry but i don't know well, I mean, I, I never have a boy face, but it's okay. I guess it can happen to anyone. So, how would you say that 21 Pilots inspires you, or do they represent anything for you? They inspire me to be, I think, I'm about their aesthetic, you know? I'm about what that represents, kind of mm-hmm. like the dream of the 90s. But at the same time, I think at the same time, because at the same time, simultaneously, you know... This is um, how Johnny writes essays. <laughs> shout out to Herrick. One time he just biked by my house. I biked or he biked? <laughs> Herrick. He is in no condition to be biking. That man fell mm-hmm. in my class. In your class? And took a whole three minutes to get back up. I was concerned. I would cry. I wanted to because I was right next to him. So you I just kind of looked at him. him he is his own man. He tripped on this dude's back bag, book bag. Bag bag. I didn't want to hurt his pride or ego anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but he got up strong. But yeah, this dude, this one dude just left his book bag like right on the way. Uh, he, he fell over he the book fell, bag? Yeah. I think his name was Jacob. And that's a Tyler move. I'm sorry, I don't like the name Tyler. 
Tyler Tyler sounds like Tylenol. I mean, you're not wrong. What type of name sounds like a pill? <laughs> pill boy. That's what I call Tyler's pill boy. Anyways, so yeah, 21 pilots inspire me to be more like Pedro. From Napoleon Dynamite. I was talking about St. Peter, but yeah. Anyways. Last question. So what would you say, do you have like a favorite 21 Pilots memory or like something you think of from your life when you think of the band or anything like that? Uh, practically pretty much just you now at this point, but like slipping, slipping on slip slurling, uh, slipping on, sipping on straight chlorine, like chlorine. I like that song. I only think about you. If you could buy a Ned stuffed animal, would you do it? Depends how much, if it's over $7 and 83 cents. No. Unsubscribed. Are you ready for the song analysis? Oh, I forgot. That's like the main point of this. Let's do it. So, we are talking about Johnny, right? No? Johnny Boy. <laughs> I mean, they spelt my name wrong, but yeah. Here they're talking more about my brother, Johnny with a Y. Yeah, your twin. We actually used to wear the same shirts when we were kids to try and fool and trick our family. This is, this is the thing, right? We look nothing alike <laughs> because we're not twins. I am very much, much more of a dark complexion than he is. And yeah, so, but we still thought we were pretty convincing. It's so pure if you think about it. Anyways, so he stays home from work, right? This one guy named Johnny Boy, he never really told his wife. So apparently I'm guessing, I don't know why I'm, I'm, sound, I'm starting to sound like, uh, what's his one, what's his name? Like Steve, 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 or what is it Steve? Hauser, what's his name? The one dude with the the radio show. Anyways, if you know, you know. So yeah, he stays. He stays from. He stays home from work, right? This one time, and then he never really told his wife. I'm not sure if he didn't tell his wife about not going to work, but he he apparently he's honest, right? Because he he never really told a lie. So he never because he never told his wife. he, He never lied to her. He just kept the truth. Which is pretty immoral. I don't know. It's controversial. controversial. Make conclusions for yourself. But this time he decides that it's all right. You know, it's all right. And then no one really knows his mind. And no one one knows behind his eyes, you know. Because, like, how would you get in there in the first place? You know, this this man deserves... Right, exactly. You know, and this man deserves a medal. Because, you know, people are trying to get behind his eyes. But... He's never really won a prize anyway before. So, like, he, he doesn't know what a medal is, right? He's just out there. Someone, like, gave him a medal, and they're like, hey, you know. Johnny Boy's like, whoa, watch it, you know. And then he goes to lock the door silently, you know. He goes to lock the door, and then he has fallen in love. He knows it's enough, though. And then, you know, the world looks down, frowns, spits on him, calls him a loser. And then, you know, everyone else is like, ah, get up, Johnny boy, (laughs) get up, come on. And then, you know, taunting him, really, causing him trauma. Yeah, it's it's a really dark song. So I really respect the lyricists that is Tyler and Josh Peck. But at the same time, I feel like there's so much here to unpack. 
Yeah, I really like, like, even before he, he starts singing, there's, like, a piano and a kick drum beat, and I feel like <laughs> it makes you feel like there's, like, a consistent daily beat going on, like, sets the stage. A routine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I've definitely lived that routine. Just go to work, go to school, go to work, go to school, come back home, do my laundry, go to work, go to school. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, but I really do connect to the song because, like, two days ago, I literally stayed home from work and I didn't tell my wife. Plot twist. He doesn't tell yeah. my wife. Oh, <laughs> I guess I told a lie. Anyway, Johnny Boy, he this time he wasn't slipping on straight chlorine. So at least mm-hmm. he's got that going for him. He stopped that addiction. Because I'm assuming... This is prior to that. Oh, this is prior. Much prior. Oh, so this is before his addiction. (laughs) I could see how he got there, though. So, it starts off, and we can tell something's wrong. He's having an off day. Because he stayed home. Like, why do you stay home from work? So, last time I stayed home from work, I, I didn't know i had a shift scheduled so i just i slept in and then my boss texted me and they're like hey are you coming into your shift and i was like "Mm, didn't really know i had one um but i stay home when like it's just too like it's too much just to get ready you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like it's too much just to get out of bed like it's just too much to like fix yourself something to eat like it's just too much of an overwhelming world so you rather stay in bed and not ignore the problems but just decide not to face them i think that's what's going on here with johnny boy mm-hmm. i think you're pretty spot on i tend to be but yeah i think like generally when you stay home from work it's probably because you're somehow overwhelmed like you're saying and like He's never really told a lie, but this time he decides it's all right. So I almost like, I don't know, wondering. I mean, I feel like it's like that one time where it's like, I just like, I, I, I need this. You know what I mean? Like it's, but at the same time, because he knows it's all right, it's like, he knows he needs this. You know what I mean? But it's also like he it repeats like, it's all right. It's almost like he's trying to convince himself it's okay. Oh, Absolutely. It's that kind of, like, need for a justification when you do something like that. Mm-hmm. You know? Do you think he's I, I, yeah. anxious? Oh, Johnny is riddled with anxiety. Someone said, where are you going? Do you think they're, they mean, like... I mean, I still had thoughts on the first stanza. <laughs> oh, that's right. Let's do the first stanza. I think it's interesting. It talks about, like, no one really knows his mind, and yet, like, I think the narrator knows his mind. Are you sure? Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, there's a big reveal in the bridge, but we're not there yet. Okay. But, like, musically, when it talks about he's never really won a prize before, it, like, changes musically. And, like, into he goes to lock the door. But, like, also, like, when I think of locking a door, like, it makes me feel like he's kind of isolating himself, like, putting boundaries up, which goes along with the lying. But in the pre-chorus, like, it's talking about how he knows that love is enough, but the world looks down and frowns. And, like, we can find contentment in, like, 
relationships and identity and relationships but like especially with work like the world is all about like achievement is where you find contentment you're right you're right you're absolutely right so what do you think the part where it says um someone said where are you going someone said to you goodbye like what is that all about they deflect the disrespect when they say that the blame it on the times they blame it on the times i don't know like people are clearly confused and i feel like this ties into like the whole value idea of like his values don't align with everyone else's values I feel like that's the theme in this song. Yeah, I don't know. Do you have any initial thoughts? I really don't know where they went with this because it's like someone said, where are you going? Hey, where are you going? Mm-hmm. Goodbye. You know, it's like they cut him off and then they deflect the disrespect. Who is they? And What disrespect? And then when they say they blame it on the times, everybody blames everything on the times, especially older people millennials oh oh, i'm just kidding (laughs) it's more like gen xers what do you think is the purpose of the chorus though like what's the narrator trying to get at for john the get up johnny boy get up johnny boy get up because the world's denying on the ground you're my pride and joy you're my pride and joy get up johnny boy because we all need you now that one I, th- I really do think it's like we we need you. You know what I mean? Like the world needs you because it's like, you know, you're left lying on the ground mm-hmm. and it's it's not the time to give up. You know, it's not the time to look at what you don't have, but like what you mean to those around you. Mm-hmm. Now I'm starting to think it might be like a attempted, you know. I just don't want to trigger anything because I know how this country is about all those things. But, like, do you resonate with that theme of, like, feeling like everyone has different priorities? Like, how have you been just, like, maneuvering everything in this time? Like, do you feel like, like, I don't know, just that tension of, like, everyone having different values and priorities, I guess. I mean, that's that's what makes you know everything's so important to people i feel like it's it's very it's 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 necessary to see that everyone has to have different priorities and values or if not you know like very few things remain important and significant in life Um, i think it's more about understanding that you will always be valuable you know what i mean to to those around you you know, it's like, it's so easy to subtract ourselves from the equation, you know, like, but don't let people silence your voice or don't let yourself feel like you can't speak either. You know, people are not always going to want to listen to us. You know, we're not always going to be motivated to, you know, speak out or, or even be like uh, as genuine as we can. But I think this song is a kind of call to action for that, you know? And I think it's a, it's a very important, and and it's also like the most upbeat part of the song. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's what makes you headbang and that's what makes you kind of jump around. 
Um, as you literally did. As I did, as I literally did yesterday, right? And so, um, because it's it's kind of that like. It's like the break from the monotony of the rest of the song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. I feel like the chorus is like the musical hope of the song. Let's get to this part where it says, I will carry all names and I will carry all your shame. And then it just repeats those two verses again and again and again, right? Mm-hmm. Is that Jesus? I think so. I think that means the narrator is Jesus talking to Johnny. Could you look at that? Look at that theme. It's crazy. Oh, now I kind of want to cry. So, like, going back, if we, like, now know that Jesus is the narrator, like, how does that change some of the lyrics, maybe? I feel like I'm in an English late class. So now that we know... (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to my life. Hey, Tommy. (laughs) What are your thoughts? Um, I feel like Jesus is like the best narrator for all our lives, you know, because he knows all our true intentions. I feel like that even brings like a new level to. You're my pride and joy. Well, that too, but also he has fallen in love. If God is love, he's also like not he aligned with the enough. world anymore in that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really hope this is not talking about how the world looks on Christians because that is not, that is, that is so not <laughs> the truth. What part of it are you thinking of? And the world looks down and frowns after, and he knows it's enough. Right? I mean, why that do you, can't be it. Why do you disagree Lit- with that? No, I'm genuinely because, asking. Oh, well, because a lot of, like, right, especially right now, a lot of people that Christians are being oppressed. We are not being oppressed. <laughs> we have been the oppressors for so many friggin' well, you know, generations. Well, it depends on, like, the area of the world as well. So, verse 2, take 3, 5, 4, 2, 1. Someone Here said, go. where are you going? <laughs> we don't know where we're going, but we know we're going. And I think that's the whole point, you know? But I think, like, if we're talking about values and, like, people having difference of values, like, some people are just kind of, like, why are you doing that? Or, like, some people, like, I feel like when it says someone said to you goodbye, like, it's kind of representing how, like, some people won't agree with your values, so they'll say (laughs) bye-bye. Does that make any sense? Like, am I pulling that out of something that makes sense with the song? We're I'm eating. eating my bagel. <laughs> my bagel. But I feel like when I'll just keep talking since you're eating. <laughs> um, they deflect the disrespect when they say that they blame it on the times. So I feel like instead of outright being like, I don't agree, it's like, well, I'm just gonna say It is say, what it is. Or like I'm just gonna say, like, well, the Bible's outdated or like it's irrelevant. Rather than, like, getting into the nitty-gritty. Does that make sense? Mm, I don't like talking about that. But, like, for the sake of the lyrics? Mm, uh, still. I mean, it's just the Bible's tried to been used so many times against my humanity in different ways that I really don't think there's any reason why people should try and use the Bible to 
criticize other people's lives. I don't know. Yep. But, like, how do you interpret those verses then? Someone said, where are you going? Someone said to you, goodbye. And, like, I don't, that's not necessarily, like, the, that's just, like, something I thought of when I mm-hmm. read those verses. Or, like, even not, like. I feel like when you, like, when people, like, just don't understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, and they try to just, like, blame it on either, you know, the way that, oh, well, I was raised this way or I was raised the other way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I can't see it the same way you do. Uh, therefore, I'm just not going to have this conversation or I'm not going to have this argument. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like because I'm, I'm definitely thinking Johnny here is struggling with mm-hmm. a lot. And, you know, I'm pretty sure his, the people close to him don't want to don't really want to hear it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like he might feel like they don't want to hear it. Yeah, on the flip side of, like, the Bible thing, it could also be, like, people deflecting, like, the fact that they're disrespecting God by, like, misusing scripture as well. Mm. Yeah, I think that's big. Because, like, there's definitely disparities between, like, people who are actively walking with Christ and people who just say they're Christian, but they give a whole other, Mm -hmm. like, very judgmental and just like not God's mm-hmm. heart. Yeah. And then they blame it on the times. Mm-hmm. But like Yeah. I don't know, like Jesus's heart is he is with the marginalized and the oppressed. Not in this country. I know. <laughs> yeah. But like and they want to be with like the quote unquote silent majority. Mm-hmm. For some reason the Bible has always fallen in the hands of the oppressors. But we could yeah. talk about that in another time. Uh, I, w- I want to talk about, like, the next verse where it talks about, we all know you're qualified to fix a chair and love your wife. They all know you're qualified, but they lie when they blame it on the times, and they blame it on the times. Yeah, that's interesting. It's like, we all know that you have it in you to you know get your life together and that you you're well and able to mm-hmm. but they lie when they blame it on the times don't know what that means all because i mean I, I like i don't know if it's like the exact parallel from the previous verse or mm-hmm. you know i feel like also with the context of him like not going to work and stuff it's like People can see that he, like, has achievements. He's qualified to, like, do certain things. But I don't know. It almost reminds me of, like, people being, like, oh, you, like, lost your job and whatever and just being, like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, you're such a good, like, I don't know. It, like, reminds me of people, like, trying to be, like, empathetic and just being, like, oh, like, they don't know what they're missing or, like, when in reality, like, there could even be, like, deeper things at play where something didn't work out for someone of like I mean if we're like going off Christian themes like even something as deep as like spiritual warfare instead of like going deep like people will just be like they just don't get you or like I don't know I don't know what I'm trying to say fully but I mean it's just it's a very very you know it's they're lyricists they do well at what they do <laughs> they're good at their job mm-hmm. um 
because there's so many different ways to view things. Should we do our outro? Yeah, let us also... I feel like there's a lot of hazy parts of this song, so like, let us know if you have other thoughts, because okay. we're pretty kind of all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also, something I just wanted to quickly add was, at the end, there's like laughter as the song dies away, and it kind of shows how, like, although Johnny like started in isolation, like he ended up with like positivity and community. And just kind of like starting to believe that he could be a pride and a joy, I guess. So it's also like a little upbeat ending. Mm-hmm. So Tyler wrote this song, apparently. Yeah. I think this might have been before Josh was in the band. Wow. This was like 2009 wow. when this album wow, came out. Wow, this is old. Yeah. Blame it on the times, people. All right. Any, so, do you have any last thoughts, Johnny? Um. Oh, did you want to plug anything? Oh, uh, if you guys want to listen to my podcast, you could go over to uh, SoundCloud. Uh, it's at Foxcast. That's spelled V O X C A S T. It's a student-led uh, uh, podcast from Hope College. We talk about um politics we talk about social climate we talk about a lot of just like really interesting things um so if you want to head over it'd be great to have you guys listen in big thing um so yeah that's 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 all my shameless plugging i guess yay yeah we love johnny so go support him <laughs> <laughs> he is my pride and joy oh that's so sweet okay i'm gonna cry now so I want to hear from you guys. You can email entrenchpodcast at gmail.com with a written account of your 21 Pilots story or your favorite memory you have related to the band. Or if you have prayer requests, I will take those as well. And I'll be sure to start reading those at the end of each episode as they come in. And if you'd like to contribute to the analysis, you can join the podcast Facebook group by searching Entrench Podcast Group. The annals. <laughs> yeah, I accidentally called it annals instead of analysis. <laughs> but yeah, I look forward to hearing from all of you and every you, single one of you. Yes. She wants everyone to email her now. Especially Tylenol. Pillboy. Pillboy, pillboy, pillboy. Dude, hashtag pillboy. <laughs> I feel like that should be the title of this uh, podcast. <laughs> Tune in next time for Oh Misbeliever. Bye episode guys. eight thank you for having me you know yeah. see you guys on the flippity flip thank you so much for listening friends stay alive and remember in trench you're not alone have you seen that one scene in surf's up where that one penguin with shia labeouf how dare you all right you heard it here first Anna duffy has never watched surfs up it's your job as the listeners of this podcast to ensure that she watches the entire film at least back to back twice in one day sorry front to back and then back to front (laughs) yeah what if i were to name my child my only child asmer asmer maze I would not.
love that child. <laughs> and that child for sure would not love me back. Pillboy, 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 pillboy. Oh my god, what if somebody, what if I started yelling that at one of their concerts? <laughs> Everyone else would be like, what? what? As I'm yelling. Pillboy! Because Tyler sounds like Tyler! Pillboy! Oh god. <coughs> I just trained my vocal cords. Walk away! <laughs> Walk away! <laughs> Oh no, my earpod. <laughs> oh no, my croissant. <laughs> there was We're hair falling apart. Ear. Get up, Johnny boy, cause we all need you now. We all need you now. Someone said, Where are you going? Someone said to you, Goodbye. We don't like that. <laughs> Where are you going? Oh, the Apple store. Oh, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>